You want to die tonight? You are now listening to Home of Halloween's You Run podcast. The horror movie review podcast run and controlled by you, our listeners. I'm Scott, and I'll be your host each week as I take you through the movies you've chosen for me to review. Now, let's find out what I'll be reviewing this week. Today I get to review something I have wanted to review since before the You Run podcast was even the You Run podcast. And I even recorded an episode of me just reviewing Jaws without the three word review or anything else as a pilot that never ever got released before I started this show. I am so excited to review this movie. And I'm even more excited because of the guest I've got on later today. Um, later in the show, I'm going to be joined by the host of Tonight with Bruce Martin on YouTube, uh, Mr. Bruce Martin himself. Uh, Bruce selected this movie for our Rolling in the Deep week. He's got some really heartfelt reasons why he chose this movie. And I'm pretty sure those reasons will hit home to, to most of us. Um, But before I go into any more about later in the show, let me play you the trailer and then I'm going to start my review of Jaws. There is a creature alive today who has survived millions of years of evolution without change, without passion and without logic. It lives to kill. A mindless eating machine. It will attack and devour anything. It is as if God created the devil and gave him jaws. (laughs) This is Universal's extraordinary motion picture version of Peter Benchley's best-selling novel, Jaws. I just found out that a girl got killed here last week. And you knew it. You knew there was a shark out there. You knew it was dangerous. But you let people go swimming anyway. What we are dealing with here is a perfect engine, uh, 
an eating machine. We're not only going to have to close the beach, we're going to have to hire somebody to kill the shark. Bad fish. But I'll catch him and kill him. Did you hear your father out of the water now? This shark, swallow you whole. You're going to need a bigger boat. That's a 20-footer. 25. Three tons of them. He's coming straight for us. Don't screw it up now. Don't wait for me. Now! Shoot! Watch the tail! Give him room! I can't! He's trying to run! Oh! Come quick! I can't hold it! Hurry! None of man's fantasies of evil can compare with the reality of Jaws. Roy Scheider, Robert Shaw, Richard Dreyfus, Jaws. See it before you go swimming. Okay, let's get straight in. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about the trailer. Um, so this trailer is a little bit over three minutes long, which compared to a, a modern day trailer it is a long trailer. Um, this trailer is an absolute work of art. It shows you just enough of pretty much the whole movie almost set out in the order of sequence, um, but just snippets of information that draw you in and make you want to go and see this film. Uh, and then ending with the line that it ends, see this before you go into the water, is the perfect hook to get people to go and see this movie. Um, I I'm going to score the movie, first of all, because um, then that makes everything I say after make a lot, a lot more sense. Um, so Jaws for me is a straight 10 out of 10. It is a perfect movie. Um, for fear rating, this again is a perfect score. It it's, a, it's, a, it's a 5 out of 5. Um, I could be wrong, but I think this is the first movie ever to score perfect scores across the board on the You Run podcast. Um, Jaws has just celebrated its 46th birthday and, in my opinion, is almost as good today as, as when it was released. Um, the only things that have, have failed Jaws a little bit over time is the practical effects of the shark in the later scenes of the movie. Um, but even these aren't horrific, that they still hold up to a level that is of a high standard. And there are films with practical effects released today that are not of the standard of this film from 46 years ago. So Jaws scores perfect across the board. Um, so the story of Jaws uh, starts with a shark attack. Um, it's then followed swiftly by meeting uh, the sheriff. Uh, Brody, who is discussing with the mayor about closing the beaches. Uh, the Brody wants to close the beaches. Um, they're coming up to the fourth of July, so the mayor's response is, is basically, "You can you can fuck off. I'm not closing the beaches." Um, the mayor character in this is a dick. Um, he's written so well and portrayed so well. You you hate him from the second you first meet him. He is almost your stereotypical sleazy politician who all he wants is money and he plays it perfectly um, and 
really you really buy into not liking that that character um so the mayor gets his way and they don't close the beach um shortly after that a, a child is killed by a shark um this leads to the mother of the child offering a $3000 bounty for the capture and killing of that shark um there's a big influx of people into the town to come and catch the shark cuz she puts the, the the bounty in the in the papers um, there is a character called Quint um, who offers to take the shark down, but he wants $10,000. Um, no one's buying that and no, no, no one's willing to pay the extra money. So all the others go out to, to try and catch the shark themselves. Um, they bring in a shark and there's a big celebration where they, they're convinced they've caught the shark. Um, and this is where you meet another one of the main three characters, I would call them, uh, Hooper. Um, who's from uh, an oceanography centre, um, who studies sharks, and he knows that this is not the great white shark because it its bite marks don't match that of the bite marks on the on the first first victim. Um, what they do is they then cut the shark open to check, and there's no remains inside the shark. So they're now adamant it's not the shark, and they need to go back out. They go to see the mayor and say, "We want to go and catch the shark." We've got Quint, Hooper and Brody all saying they want to go and do it together. Uh, and the mayor still won't give in. Um, shortly after this, there is a the shark kills a man in a boat in the lagoon um, just off the off the um, off the coast. Um, this is done very publicly when it's very, very busy. It's a daytime kill, which I thought was great, by the way, um, which then leads to the mayor cave in. Uh, he sends Quint out on a boat who takes Hooper and Brody with them to catch it. Um, the catching and hunting of the shark is possibly one of the best parts of the movie. Um, that they attempt to catch the shark by harpooning barrels into it, so the shark can't dive. It can't pull the barrels down. Um, it leads to uh, the shark attacking the boat, the boat beginning to sink, and a final showdown between our, our three main characters and the shark. Um, this movie is a masterpiece of direction. Um, Steven Spielberg's got an incredible talent of showing you so much with just how he points the camera, but in the same vein showing you absolutely nothing. And I'll give you a couple of examples. So uh, early on in the, the first kill in this movie, the first shark attack, um, there's a scene shortly after where you see uh, a severed arm held up. Um, that severed arm was still attached to a human being. Um, the, the bottom half of the arm was done up with makeup to look like it was severed. And it was purely just the angle it was shot at. It looked like it was severed. And they show it just long enough you go, that's a severed arm. But it's not. It's still attached to, I believe, one of the prop guys. It was one of the prop guy's arms. Um, there was another scene where you've got a man walking his dog on a busy beach. Uh, you see the sheriff watching the man. Uh, it pans back to the, the sheriff um, and the sheriff's having a conversation back to the man and the man now can't find his dog he's calling for the dog the sheriff then notices and it pans back to the sheriff back to the water where you see a stick floating in the water and instantly you know what's happened but then it goes back to the sheriff back to the water again and you see some blood and just in that that small scene that's probably a minute long you've been told a story that on a crowded beach a man's dog has gone into the sea to fetch a stick and the shark has killed it. And it's done this while everyone else is there. And that storytelling is 
it is fantastic. I, I love that storytelling where they're telling us what's happened without the need to show it. Um, which leads on to the, the shark itself. Steven Spielberg followed the perfect rule of any monster movie. Do not show us the monster. It is so much scarier when we don't know what is coming to kill us. I mean, obviously we know it's a shark, but not seeing the shark and just seeing the, the fin in the water or seeing a quick flash underwater, which was actual footage of Great Whites, it made it so scary. And then when they do do the final reveal and you see the, 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 the big shark that jumps onto the boat at the end, you get that really big payoff. And I thought that was done so, so, so well. Um, the cast in this is exceptional. Absolutely exceptional. The main three characters you've got, uh, Robert Shaw, um, Richard Dreyfus, and Roy Schneider, um, are perfect. Everything they do there their interactions with each other are outstanding. Um, their scenes when they're on their own or with what I would call sort of side characters or bit characters to the story are, are brilliant and they command the screen. Um, and then their interactions with a, for the most part, a, a, nothing. They're, they're interacting with a pretend shark that's under the water that we know is not there in, in film land. It's their interaction with the water and making you believe that there is something coming to kill them is outstanding um the other thing that i think i'm going to finish off my sort of roundup and summary of, of the film with is the music the music for jaws is iconic i would argue it is possibly the most iconic movie soundtrack ever made um, john williams managed to create a soundtrack that can build tension over a fairly long period of time and then deliver with some hard notes and then go back to tension building that the tension in this movie is uncomfortable for pretty much all of it which is is one of its its greatest greatest attributes um i think i've said everything i want to say on on my initial part of jaws before i get into facts later um let's find out what you think of jaws Amity Island, the island that keeps things green. Here on Amity Island, we believe that saving the planet, saving us and saving the children is the best thing you can possibly do. And with our beaches open and crammed and traffic everywhere, you don't want to be taking the bus and you don't want to be using any of our public transport. So what I suggest you do, is get yourself over to shockwheels.com before you visit. Use the discount code HOHSALE to get £25 off your electric scooter. Now you can beat the crowds, get around and save the planet. And that discount code is thanks to us at the Tourism Board of Amity Island. You're welcome. We know all about you, Chief. You don't go in the water at all, do you? Some bad hat, Harry. Three word reviews. Dun -dun. Dun -dun. Of Jaws. Drink beer and watch horror. Orca is better. James goes to hell. Beach is closed. And finally, 
Mary Shaw's daughter, like doll's eyes. A huge thank you to all three of you for your reviews. Um, I'm going to tell everyone a little bit about each of you um, and then we're going to get on with the show. Uh, Drink Beer and Watch Horror has got a shop. They do beer, trivia, horror movies, you name it, that account does it and they're over on Instagram. Uh, We've got James Goes to Hell who's a horror enthusiast, uh, shares some amazing stuff so please, please, please go and check him out. And finally, Mary Shaw's daughter is a collector, restorer and customiser of dolls. Some of those dolls scare the fuck out of me. They are incredible, but my God, they are terrifying. Um, Links to all three of our three word reviewers are in the bio to this episode. Um, So please go and click on them. Give them all a follow because I I know they'll appreciate it. And thank you very much to Drink Beer and Watch Horror, Mary Shaw's Daughter and James Goes to Hell for this week's three word reviews of Jaws. Let's talk facts on Jaws. The facts on Jaws are fucking insane. Wildly, wildly, wildly insane facts for a movie that at the time was wildly successful. Um, I'm going to start off with some of the ones that I thought were really good, uh, really, really interesting, and then I'm going to get on to some of the the money-based facts, which will absolutely blow your mind because they, they fucking blew mine completely out of the water. Excuse the bad pun. Um, so the shark has actually got a name. Uh, so the shark is called Bruce. Um, the name Bruce has been used for another famous shark as well. Uh, it was picked up by Disney uh, and used for Finding Nemo. And that is a direct nod to Jaws. Um The shark did have another name on set as well, um, which was given to it by the technical guys who worked on the sharks. Um, There was three uh, mechanical slash animatronic sharks for this movie, um, and they were all had the nickname the Great White Turd. Um, And that's purely for the fact that they weren't much use for anything else. Um, They had a, a shark that completely failed and refused to work. They had a shark that sank. Um, They had a shark that, believe it or not, was broken by Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, uh, Milnes and Scorsese Um, all went into the prop room for Spielberg to show off the the shark and go, look at how great it is, look how wonderful it is. Uh, And between them, they managed to break it, um, which led to even more problems on the on the set. Um, So much so that the filming of Jaws overrun by 100 days or over 100 days. Um, which was the first time a movie had ever gone over 100 days over its initial shoot time. Um, Steven Spielberg was so convinced he was going to get the sack after this movie and he'd never work in Hollywood again that he never turned up to the final day of shooting. Um, This, since then, has now become a a trademark of Steven Spielberg um, and he never, ever comes to the final day of shooting for any of his movies. Um, and I don't know if that's a, a superstition, but that's all stemmed from uh, the, what happened on Jaws. He, he was convinced they were going to throw him in the water on the last day, uh, and he thought he'd never work in Hollywood, so he, he just never turned up. Um, Brody's dog um, in the movie uh, is actually Steven Spielberg's dog, Elmer. Um, the movie is the first ever summer blockbuster. 
Um, and let me put this into perspective. So the movie was originally released in just under 400 theatres. Um, it was given a, a relatively soft release. They spent a lot of money on TV advertising, but didn't commit to a, a lot of theatres. Um, from there, they expanded it out to 900 and then went to obviously a, a worldwide release after that. Um, this movie made an absolute fortune um so it, it had a nine well it had a seven million dollar budget and they went over um so it was nine million and including their distribution fees um so their advertising fees for this was the most they'd ever spent on advertising a movie um its worldwide gross was 471 million dollars in the 1970s um I'm going to put that into perspective of what that would be for a modern day movie. So it, allowing for inflation for the budget and for the turnover on the back of that budget. If this movie was made today, it would have cost $142 million to make. And its worldwide gross would have been $7.4 billion. So that gives you an idea of how successful this film was it was a roaring success um there's some things that this movie has that no other film will ever have um this film caused the the trend of creating a big summer movie it was the first summer blockbuster and gave birth to every summer blockbuster after it this is the perfect monster movie and every monster movie since that is of a good standard follows the same set of rules. Do not show your monster till the end. Build the tension. Make the kills mainly hidden. And, and they do it so well in this that nothing has topped it. Um, for shark movies, this is by far leaps and bounds above anything else there is nothing that has come close um as i said earlier in the show this scared so many people out of the water the, the coastal towns suffered financially because of this movie um and i don't think there's any other movie that that has done that or that will be able to do that um and this movie is perfect the perfect monster movie um, and fact-wise, there's only one more fact I've got for you. Um, the boat they had on set was originally named the Warlock. Um, the boat had its name changed to the Orca. Um, and that decision was made by Steven Spielberg, because after he'd done some research with his team, he found out the only natural enemy of a great white was an Orca. Uh, an orca whale, a great whale. A great whale? A killer whale. Um, so that's why the, the boat's name was changed. Um, if you're a superstitious seafaring person, you will understand that changing the name of a boat is deemed as, as bad luck. Uh, and that followed into this movie very, very heavily. Um, the boat partially sank, uh, not in the bit where they filmed it. It partially sank when they were just on it. Um, it had a fire. It repeatedly broke down. The, the boat caused them almost as many problems as the shark. Um, so much so that this behind the scenes by everybody involved in the movie, the whole movie was referred to as flaws. Uh, and that's my final fact on 
the perfect movie, Jaws. We've reached that time in the show. It's guest time. Um, my guest today, I'm so, so, so excited for you to hear what he has to say. Um, he is a stand-up guy, um, a, a good friend who I think is is going to share some amazing stuff with, with us about Jaws and about stuff that he's got going on as well. Um, he's a writer. He's a director. He's a producer. He's a big cigar smoker. I mean, if I'm honest, there's not much this man can't do. He is also the host of Tonight with Bruce Martin, um, which if you've not seen, you must go and type into YouTube Tonight with Bruce Martin. Obviously, finish listening to the show first. When you've done that, go to YouTube, type in Tonight with Bruce Martin and catch up on some of his shows. Um, he is Mr. Bruce Martin! Hello, Bruce, and welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, Scott? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good. Thank you very much for, for coming on and, and being my guest. Oh, it's a pleasure. Um, you selected the, the the movie this week for Rolling in the Deep Week. Um, I gave you a selection of, of water-based movies, and do you want to tell me why you selected Jaws? Well, it's very simple, actually. Believe it or not, my dad, um, he's long gone. He passed away in 2009. He That was one of his favorite movies. And, um, you know, I remember being a kid in uh, New York and watching it with him. I completely forgot everything about it. But I just remember watching it with him as a as a little kid. And then, you know, it's just kind of like a little tribute. I was like, you know, why not pick Jaws, you know, as a tribute to my dad in a way? Yeah, so, I, Jaws was one of my childhood films as well. It was sort of a... A Sunday afternoon, you, you'd go to the the video store. I don't know if many of our my listeners will remember going to <laughs> to video stores, but you'd go to a video store, and that was sort of the one of the movies that would get picked and, and brought home. Oh yeah, VHS yeah. <laughs> all day. The VHS and Blockbuster Video. <laughs> yeah, Blockbuster every night. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> thing is, t- today's well. Kids who, who grew up sort of in the, the DVD and now the, the download era, that they never had that joy of going into a, a, a store and, and looking through videos and choosing. Everything's so easy now. When we were younger, you used to go and you'd spend an hour in there before you even picked a movie, and that was part of the experience of, of watching a film. Exactly. And and I'll tell you, there's still like one blockbuster available, believe it or not. I, don't, I forgot the location, but there's literally one – left in the entire world is there really yeah there is i just can't remember exactly the location whoever's listening can google it you know and find out oh yeah i'm gonna google it when we're finished because that that's amazing i didn't know there was any left 
I just hope they don't contact me. I owe lay fees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For that video from 1993 that's still sat on your shelf. <laughs> exactly. I think it was John's. <laughs> uh, so your thoughts on the on the movie and what did you think of the the special effects because Jaws has just celebrated its 46th birthday so it's mm-hmm. in movie terms it's getting on do you think it's still held up honestly I think it is um, I think the, the effects by itself were great I love the fact that they did it on the actual ocean um, what is his name Steven Spielberg sorry about that um, he's what? actually said he preferred to do it on the ocean than actually on a set, which is I, I thought was pretty cool. And, um, you know, the, the whole movie itself, it still hasn't been touched today. It still lives up to the hype, believe it or not. I think it does as well. And there's been so many other shark-based movies that aren't even close. That they don't even they don't even bring in that fear. I mean, Jaws scared an entire generation of, of people out of the sea. <laughs> Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, I remember going to the beach. And obviously, I live in the UK. Great whites mm-hmm. are, not, are not a thing here. They're not something we have to worry about. But being sort of a, a young a young child going to the sea and having seen Jaws, you, you wouldn't go in deeper than, like, your waist. <laughs> I, <laughs> I agree. I that, completely that, agree. I was afraid. But I still got in the water. Yeah. Um, how about the cast for this? Did you did you think the cast was done well? Was the casting right? Could they have chosen different people or did they get it spot on? Honestly, um, my favorite, and I'm pretty sure this goes with a lot of people, is Quint, played by Robert Shaw. You cannot get better than that um, for a character by itself, Quint. He just brought it to the table. To me, he was the best part. Then, of course, um, Richard Dreyfus. he was second. And then, of course, Brody. Um, you you know like but to me um, this whole film was Quint he he made this film and when I found out a little bit about you know Robert Shaw and of course he passed away three years after this film I was like kind of surprised that I didn't know a lot about his film history and I found out one movie he was in which was um, from Russia with Love was with Sean Connery and he kind of brings out the Sean Connery in this film like his stature his presence brings out that powerful performance and i think um that's one of the best parts of one of the best qualities of this film by itself yeah i'd agree and quint is he is he's your stereotypical man's man and i thought he he delivered it so well and Mm -hmm. the tension between him and hooper was fantastic um uh, when i done a bit of research the reason for that is they didn't like each other um uh, <laughs> offset that they had a strong hatred for each other um and apparently there was a conversation where um where they'd had a conversation offset where they said well instead of us screaming and shouting of each other behind the camera let's transfer it on screen um but th- they genuinely didn't get along and they didn't want to spend time with each other and uh, and I think that made the performance between the two so much better. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. You know, you got to yeah. bring that tension to the screen. Absolutely. Yeah. And no, I, I think, I don't think there's any other film that I've seen tension between characters where I genuinely believed that they would quite happily throw the other one overboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
it, it was just great chemistry all around, whether they hated each other or not. The whole thing, it, it went well together. Um, they couldn't, uh, Steven Spielberg and the writers, they couldn't have picked a better cast for this movie. That's no, sure. I, I'd agree with that. Have you got a favorite scene from the movie? Um, unfortunately, I, I love Quint, right? But uh, when he dies by the shark and the effects that was um, presented um, during that whole scene where he was being chewed apart, I thought that was the, the greatest part of the film. You know, even though I loved his character, it was just um, like pretty much brilliant how they put that together. And that was to me. And that last part where um, Snyder, um, Brody, is holding the shotgun and he says, smile, you son of a, like, <laughs> oh, uh, man. I, 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 I love that scene where, where Brody mm -hmm. tells him, smile, smile, you son of a bitch. I, th I thought that scene is, is fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, no. Swearing, you you feel free. You you fill your boots. If you want to swear, you swear. Smile, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> when these episodes out they're marked as explicit language so <laughs> there you go you say Perfect. whatever you want to say um i think the scene that i really enjoyed or the one that got me the most is when hooper goes down to check the the boat and, and that head pops out of the boat oh my god <laughs> um, yeah. i've watched jaws countless times and I hadn't watched it for a while and I knew it was coming and I was waiting for it. And I, I had my pad down with my notes and I was about to write head come pops out of boat. And it made me <laughs> jump, and I, jumped, I dropped my pen because even that is still so well done. I'm telling you when that head popped out, I thought my wife yelled, but actually she told me it was me. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were going to score it, um, what would you give it for a score? Uh, I would say between one and ten. Um, for me, I really enjoyed the film. I liked everything about it, so I would definitely give it a ten um, because I feel like it de deserves it. The cast, the story itself, the director, the direction of the film, everything. I'm not, I'd definitely give it a ten. Yeah, and, and and I did as well in my review earlier. I, I scored it a ten. Um, no. And I think that the thing is, is how many films that are 46 year old could you put in front of someone now and the special effects, the story, the delivery and the way it was shot would still capture someone and make them watch it all the way through. There's not many. Oh no. Oh no. And I'm still right now getting more into seventies films. So watching Jaws again, you know, the, the, the stuff that they did back then in that movie by itself, I can't believe it was ahead of their time. That's to, that's my opinion. That It was just ahead of the time. Steven yes. Spielberg had everything that he needed in that film. It was pretty yeah, awesome. He did, and and that was Steven Spielberg's. He'd done other movies, but that was his first sort of real crack at the whip with a, a big movie. And and since then, oh, yeah. we know what he's done since then. He is he is an absolute legend in directing. You named it exactly. Um. Do you think there was? I saw something a couple of days ago that there's talk about doing a, a reboot or a remake. Do you think they should do it? Okay, um, that's a tough question because um, I read recently that Steven Spielberg already shut it down. Oh, really? But, um, if they do, if they do do the the remake and he's involved, and um, well, hey, bring back Richard Dreyfuss. He's still around. Yeah. That's <laughs> That's very true. Uh, that would be a nice way to do it. And I, 
I think the only way they could do it is if Spielberg was on board. Yeah. Uh, if anyone else took it, I, I think it would it would be an instant flop because everyone would be against it. You can't touch that. It has no. to be that's Steven Spielberg's baby right there. You cannot anybody cannot touch that. It has to be him. No doubt yeah. about it. No, I'd, I'd definitely agree with that. Um, so on the show, we do a section which is Ask the Host. Um, when I have a guest on, it's Ask the Guest. Um, I've had a question come through. Um, so would you like to answer the guest question? Absolutely. You yell Barracuda. Everybody says, huh? What? You yell Shark. We've got a panic on our hands on the 4th of July. Ask the guest. So the question that's come through this week is from one of our followers on Instagram. It's ghostnote1986. Um, and they ask, what do you think would happen if Charles Lee Ray successfully transferred his soul from the Chucky doll into a human? Basically, you're talking about every serial killer that's ever lived. <laughs> you're, you're, you're literally talking about everything that's going on right now in every state. You know, serial killer this, serial killer that. Honestly, I think um, the new show, you know, I don't want to, uh, I know you're going to talk about it down the road, but I think the new show might even bring that into the table. You know, they might um, experiment with that. But honestly, you're talking about straight up serial killer that will get caught eventually. Unlike Chucky, that, you know, if he stays the doll, it's going to be hard to imagine. Oh, come on, a doll? Really? <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, honestly, a straight-up serial killer, straight-up that you see on the, the local news. You know what I mean? And yeah, unfortunately, yeah, that's that's my opinion on that. Yes. Yeah, see, see, when I got the question through, I, I, I thought about it. And if I'm honest, I think what would happen is Chucky would put his soul in a human and then very quickly realize that, being a human, being able to be hurt and stabbed and shot, he'd probably put his soul back into a doll quite quickly. <laughs> True, and also the voodoo. You know, it also depends on what kind of voodoo he uses to get yeah. into the adult. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with that. So hopefully that answers Ghost Note's question. Um, and that is this week's Ask the Guest. So more importantly, Bruce, what have you been up to? Because I know you've got a lot of stuff going on at the minute. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, you know, I, I'm working on that film that I told you about. Um, there's no name to it. There's no release date. But um, I can just give you a little tidbit of what's going on. It's basically it's going to have an 80s feeling to it. Um, it's about two brothers. One brother um, betrays the other. And, um, you know, if anybody's interested in finding out more about it, they can go on my social media. But um, it's 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 um, I'm taking my time on it. I'm not rushing it because if I rush it, it's going to be it's not going to come out that good. So I'm taking my time. I'm, I'm, I got a lot of locations already set up. Other than that, um, I got my show coming back. Season three of Tonight with Bruce Martin. I was going to ask, when, when's that due back? That believe it or not, the movie it's interesting. The movie is going to be the first episode, so mm. that's that's how I'm planning it. I'm going to do the movie first, and then after that, it's going to be a regular season and stuff like that. But I have no official date yet. But of course, you know, people can check me out on social media for information on that. 
Yeah, so if people are going to check you out, where where can they find you? Obviously, I know where they can find you, but you tell where well, are you? Obviously, my new account because I was hacked. But <laughs> uh, I, I, I was devastated. So this happened last week? Yes. Last week. So I got a, a, a follow request and then a, a, a message from, from the new account to say you'd been you've been hacked by someone and you'd lost all of your followers uh what actually happened oh my god you download one of these apps that you know you want to be able to save videos from instagram and it tells you hey give me the password of course i gave the password like an idiot and um i felt victim to it so but the good news is that i got a new account and um i'm building it up slowly and um these guys you know they're everywhere they're everywhere you just got to be careful because the scammers everywhere yeah they are i don't know what they would have got from your account is the account the old account still going are they posting anything no it's still there believe it or not just what they did was they changed my email address so i can't go back in at all so like i can't send an email to you know what i mean they changed the email i don't know what email they're using so i'm completely locked out so the, the only good thing about it is that i got the new account which is official Bruce Martin 34, if anybody's interested in following me on there. Okay, no, that's great. And then over on YouTube, you are Bruce Martin? Tonight with Bruce Martin. That's going to be the show. Okay, well, which which I love. I've really enjoyed. I've caught up on pretty much all of them now. I've got some of the earlier ones in, in season one that I've not seen yet, but the others I'm, I'm fully caught up on. Um, so I'd recommend anyone goes and watches because you you cover everything you cover current events you cover stuff that's going on in movies you, you literally do the whole the whole shebang and i'm and i'm not you know I'm, a lot of people don't like to be put on the spot but i'm gonna tell you straight up you have one of the all-time great shows right now there's literally nothing that can come close to what you're doing with your podcast I mean, I, I started binge watching it a couple of weeks ago from season one. And I was like, wow. And then the way you get when you, you know, the profanity, the cursing, I, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> the thing is, I, 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 so when I first started, I tried not to, I tried not to swear. And I, I recorded some that I never released that were, were very, very tame. And it didn't feel natural. It's like when I'm talking about a film, especially if it's a film I hate, I can't help but saying this film is fucking shit. I just can't stop myself from doing it. You got to be real. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have got a, a quiz on the show, um, which you would have heard listening to uh, the season finale um, oh. of, of season one, um, which mm -hmm. is horror, not horror. Um, we've had a couple of people take on the quiz. So we've had Lisa take it on. Uh, we've also had movie man, Jason, who's taken it on, which you, no one's heard yet. Cause at the time we're recording this, that's not been released yet. Um, they are tied on the elite board with a score of 11 each. Oh man. Um, so are you ready to take on horror, not horror? I'm ready. Okay. Let's do it. $10,000 for me by myself. For that, you get the head, the tail, the whole damn thing. So here we go. Um, horror, not horror. So the way horror, not horror works is I give you 10 movie quotes. Uh, for one point, you tell me if the quote is from a horror movie or not from a horror movie. 
And then you get an additional point if you can tell me what movie it's from. So there's 10 questions, maximum of, of 20 points. Mm-hmm. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so your first quote. Here's to swimming with bow-legged women. <laughs> um, is that a horror? horror? It is a horror. Um, do you know what movie it is? Okay, give me one second. Uh, I would say Jaws. It is, it is from Jaws. It's, it's Quint. <laughs> it's one of Quint's lines. And I put that in there because I kind of thought that, that Quint would be the guy for you and it it is for me as well Um, (laughs) next next quote um i feel the need the need for speed not horror it's not a horror do you know what movie speed i'm i'm sorry no top gun it is top gun it is top gun okay (laughs) so uh, question three uh you think it's over because i'm dead but the games have just begun. Saw? It is Saw, so um, yeah, horror and Saw. Well done. Uh, horror, yeah, four. I, I should have said horror first, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, 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 that's fine, that's fine. I mean, you said Saw, so straight away I knew you thought it was a horror. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, uh, next one. Uh, he's gone from here. The evil is gone. I would say... Um... Horror. It is a horror. Do you know what movie? Casper. No, it's from it's from <laughs> Halloween, the original Halloween. It's um, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, number five. Um, there's a snake okay. in my boots. <laughs> okay. Not horror. It's not horror. Do you know what film it's from? Toy Story. It is from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, uh, number six, uh, you let him drown, you never paid attention, look at what you did to him. Oh, wow. Sounds familiar. Not horror. No, unfortunately, it's a horror. It's um, from Friday the 13th. It's Pamela Voorhees talking about how the camp counsellors let Jason drown. At least I won't be a girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number seven. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Horror. It is a horror. Do you know which one? Oh, my God. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. I swear I know that line. I just can't get the movie right now, unfortunately. Nah, it's okay. it, was, it was Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, man. One of the best. <laughs> Uh, next one, uh, number eight. Uh, roads, where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> not horror. It's not a horror. Do you know what it is? Back to the future. It is back to the future. So you're currently on 11 points with two questions to go. So you, you've got a good chance now of, of topping the leaderboard. Um, so number nine, I'll have what she's having. Um, not horror. And it's not when horror. Harry met Sally. It is. So you are now currently our leader. Let's see how far you can push in front and make it harder for everyone else. So final <laughs> question. Uh, be afraid. Be very afraid. Oh, my God. 
Not horror. No, it was a horror. It was from The Fly. Oh, my. can I be honest with you? And you're going to hate me for this, but I haven't seen The Fly. <laughs> Did you know, when I, was, um, when I was putting the questions together, um, mm-hmm. I found the quote from The Fly. And then mm. I was thinking, when was the last time I watched that? And I, I actually sat and worked it out. I've not seen The Fly for about 25 years. So I, I think I'm going to add The Fly to one of the polls for for an upcoming show um, because I've, I've not seen it for so long. Yeah, I also got to check it out. Yeah, for sure. It, it is a good film. I mean, Jeff Goldblum is is fantastic in it as he is in in most things he does um mm-hmm. yeah I, I really i'd recommend giving it a watch definitely oh yeah for sure um but that takes you to the top of our leaderboard uh with a score of 13 wow so i'm, I'm honored <laughs> i'm honored <laughs> we've got more guests on this season um but there is going to be a, a prize for whoever reaches the 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 top spot at the end of the season. So, so you at the moment you're in a good good shout. You're you're two points ahead of of the two people behind you. So, yeah, I, I think I think you're in with a shot to to win the season. If you don't mind me asking, who would I be? Uh, so you'd be uh, Lisa, who's the the brains behind Home of Halloween, but uh, my my future wife, uh, and you beat Movie Man Jason, um, who scored. Uh, 11 but when the episode goes out ha- have a listen because his 11 is uh, it, it's a little bit contested <laughs> okay, okay. T- t- tell your wife I, uh, a thousand pardons I'm sorry <laughs> I don't know it's fine she just she obviously needs to watch more horror <laughs> oh, um, man. so that was um, horror not horror there you go I can do anything. I'm the chief of police. Bruce, uh, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. Thank you so much for, for taking part in our quiz, because I know I've I've spoken to people who perspectively want to come on and lots of people that want to come on but don't want to do the quiz. Um, so oh. thank you for that. No, thank you. It was, it was fun. I had a great time. Uh, and now you're top of the leaderboard, so you, you've definitely had a good time because the chances are you, you might win the season. Let's <laughs> see how long that'll last. <laughs> um, before we, we go, I want to say a thank you to our the people who, who make this show possible. So a, a huge thank you to, to Madman Audio, who does all of our music, our intro, our outro, the three-word review, and, and ask the guest or ask the host, depending on which week. Um, a, a huge thank you to you for coming on, Bruce, and, and sparing your time to, to tell us what, what you're doing and, and share your thoughts on Jaws as well. Thank you so much. It's an honour. It truly is an honour. It's one well, of the greatest shows of all time right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you very much. Um, before we go, do you want to remind everyone where they can where they can find you and where they can come and check you out? Yes. Um, Instagram at official Bruce Martin 34 on YouTube at tonight with Bruce Martin and also Facebook. Um, it's going to be Bruce Martin on Facebook. And then I have another page on Facebook tonight with Bruce Martin. I know it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that's fine. I, I didn't know you were on Facebook, so that's what I'm going to do when we finish recording. Is I'm, okay. I'm going to go and follow as well. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Thank you. What, sorry? No, I said thank you, thank you. Oh, no, 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 no worries at all. No worries at all. I, I think what you do is great. And uh, I, I love your show. I, I love all the stuff you post on Instagram. The, the videos and stuff you post are, are fantastic. And they always make me smile and make me laugh. That they, You've truly got a great account on there. Appreciate that. No, no worries at all. Um, thank you very much for coming on the show. Um, I, I've been your host, Scott, this week. Um, catch us next week because next week we've got a, a fantastic show lined up. Um, thank you very much and I'll catch you later and thank you very much to my guest Bruce thank you see ya this is a reminder from Amity Island Tourism Board don't forget this weekend is our Fancy Dress Festival head over to ilovefancydress.com use discount code HOHSALE to get 10% off your order then you will be in a shot to win our prize grand prize this year is a trip out on the ocean and snorkeling off the bay what more could you possibly ask for so that's ilovefancydress.com discount code HOHSALE for 10% off and you'll be winning in the water before you know it You want to die tonight? This is a special sneak peek for any of you who hung around right until the end. So anyone who dipped out early or dipped out during our outro music does not get to hear this. Next week is Scary Space Week. And I get to review a movie that I never ever thought would get picked. Next week I will be reviewing Chosen by You, Jason X. I can't wait to share next week's review with you. Also, there's still time now to get involved in next week's show. If you've got any questions you want to ask, DM them to me on any of our social medias. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're at Home of Halloween on all three. Uh, You can ask me anything you want, anything personal, anything about how I record the podcast, any question about a movie, whatever you want, send them in and and I will get some of them answered. Um, Not only that, if you want to hear your voice on next week's episode, go to anchor.fm forward slash Home of Halloween. Record us a voicemail. It could be anything you want. You can make a comment on the review I've made today. You can tell me about a movie that you've seen that you would like me to review. You can complain about the show. You can praise the show. That would be better if you're going to do something. Tell me how fucking great the show is. Don't have a go at me. But whatever you want, it's your forum to say what you want to everybody else. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end of Jaws. And I can't wait to do Jason X and Scary Space Week next week. Thank you very much.